Welcome to the podcast of ITFA 2018. My name is Orwane Rabia. I'm ITFA's Artistic Director. In this podcast, we're presenting a selection of recordings from the year's industry sessions and doc talks. In this episode, you're going to listen to the doc talk with director Avi Mugrabi about his semi-documentary Happy Birthday, Mr. Mugrabi. In this 1998 film, screened as part of ITFA 2018's focus program, Me, Mugrabi connects the very personal with the geopolitical through an unforgettable tint of black humor. This doc talk was recorded on November 16th, 2018. And I would like to welcome, it's not really a stage, but to the stair, the director, Mr. Avi Mogan. Hi, Esther. Hi. We just realized we, uh, or we didn't just realize, but we met years ago in Sarajevo. Yeah. First of all, congratulations. And almost 20 years later. Yes. Um, you made this film came out in nineteen. And nothing changed. And nothing changed. Yes. So should we celebrate or mourn? Well, uh, mourning is not my... Uh, my uh, appetite, but uh, definitely there's nothing to celebrate. Uh, we still have the same prime minister, uh, we still have the same occupation, and the Nakba, absolutely Palestinian catastrophe, is definitely still there, and it will probably accompany us to the rest of our lives. Yes. I mean, there's, there's one thing I, I would like to celebrate, <laughs> which is... The aging of the filmmaker. <laughs> no. Um, that when I watched your film, um, I felt a very strong sense of clarity, uh, which, when thinking of Israel, one rarely does. Um, I mean, it's such a confusing reality. And you made such a wonderfully clear film, such a well-constructed film. Um, I'm not saying this to flatter you. I really, I mean, I've, I've, I don't know if you agree, uh, but I've seldomly felt so clear about what's wrong. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, could you tell us a bit about how you came up with the elements of the film, uh, which I would like to summarize as uh, there are three storylines, and these are your words, running through one man's consciousness. So it's you, the filmmaker struggling with these three storylines. Tell, tell us a bit about um, where the idea came from and how you built those elements. Yeah, the, the film was born uh, in a, uh, a birthday dinner in New York the year before. It was my birthday dinner, uh, and we uh, celebrated it uh, two days uh, late. And uh, then I realized that uh, uh, actually it was uh, independent, Israel's Independence Day. Obviously, when in New York, you're not so aware of it. And uh, uh, 
Well, the the uh, the the possibility that uh, Israel's Independence Day uh, occur on my birthday uh, repeats itself every 19 years, because Israel marks its uh, independence uh, on uh, the by the Hebrew calendar, and obviously we all use uh, the Gregorian calendar, and they uh, uh, they meet. They coincide every 19 years. So uh, this has happened before, but suddenly uh, this uh, brought uh, uh, some thought uh, of uh, uh, maybe a story. Uh, I was uh, pretty depressed, uh, uh, politically mostly, uh, and, uh, and I realized that the, the state was uh, going to celebrate, to have a wonderful uh, festivity uh, a year later, and I thought that this uh, this uh, could make a, a good story. Uh, uh, the the uh, uh, co coincidence of of uh, the private and the the uh, the uh, the public uh, on one on the same date, uh, and uh, this is uh, now the year later. My birthday uh, took uh, place. Uh, uh, ten days uh, after, but I changed it for the film, mm -hmm. so don't uh, believe anything I say. <laughs> and um, as politicized as I am, it took a while for me to understand that uh, it wasn't just a double birthday it, or a, dub, a double anniversary, but it was a triple one. I mean, it took me a while to realize that... Uh, uh, there was the Palestinian anniversary of, of the Nakba, of the catastrophe, uh, that was also uh, uh, 50 years old, like the state. And uh, uh, then the film uh, took shape. So you had these three elements of story. Yes, two anniversaries of 50 and one anniversary of 52, and now you can calculate my age. Now 42, right? Then, then 42. Yeah. 61. 62. <laughs> okay. So this is, this was your departure point. You had these three storylines. Yes, and I, uh, I thought that... And then the third one, you realized soon you needed that. Yeah, I, and I thought I, sh I would uh, follow the uh, festivities of uh, the 50th anniversary, which normally Jubilee is uh, uh, state's uh, market in special ways. And um, I uh, was looking for a way to follow uh, the, um, <clears throat> the marking or the, uh, the, uh, the marking of the, the anniversary of the Palestinian uh, uh, catastrophe. And all this led to this idea of having two producers. Uh, and, and me being there, uh, uh, me giving them services uh, that I will need to, uh, to address uh, at a certain point. And um, so I, I, uh, I invented the uh, Israeli producer who is a real producer and also a filmmaker, Shachar Segal. I used to, I worked a lot with him as assistant director in his commercial work and also in his feature film. 
And uh, then I had to approach, to look for a, a, a Palestinian uh, collaborator. Mm -hmm. Don't uh, <laughs> misunderstand the word. Um, and I, uh, I approached uh, Daoud Kutab, uh, and, and he invited me for a meeting in Ramallah, where he lived at the time, and, uh, uh, and I, I said... Is he a producer? He's not a real... He, yeah, he is a real producer, yeah. absolutely. Uh, and, uh, but uh, I, I needed to think of how, uh, how I will convince him to uh, work with uh, an Israeli on uh, a film that uh, deals with the Nakba, which is uh, always a question of whether Israelis can... Are, uh, are allowed to. Uh, yeah, allowed. Uh, but yeah. yeah, whether they can mm -hmm. uh, tell the Palestinian story or uh, what does it... What, what happens when uh, an Israeli appropriates uh, the Palestinian story? And... You know, uh, the, 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 I, I, the only thing I could uh, show him of my previous work was the film I made before, which was called How I Learned to Overcome My Fear and Love, Arik Sharon, <laughs> which is not, is not on the 10, uh, ten best loved Israelis uh, on the Palestinian community. That's really funny. Uh, so, but uh, Daoud... But uh, Back in the day, there was no Google, though. He couldn't, like, Google you. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, but no, he knew exactly who Ariel Sharon was. Mm -hmm. And he knew uh, the damages that Ariel Sharon has uh, done to the Middle East and to the Palestinian people in particular. There was, I didn't need to fill him up. Uh, but he, uh, I, I, well, he properly understood my irony mm -hmm. uh, in this film. And uh, he, I think he also uh, consulted a few friends uh, who knew me and... Uh, he uh, uh, and he was he was very friendly and uh, and uh, we we had a great time making this film together. We're still in contact. Actually, two weeks ago, I I met his daughter for the first time, who came as a Princeton uh, uh, MA candidate uh, to visit Israel Palestine and. Uh, I was one of the people that they met, and uh, so it, uh, we are uh, still uh, uh, in contact. We haven't met for a while, but uh, this relationship continues. And, and talking about these, these sidekicks, I would almost say you have your sidekicks, um, the two producers. How? I mean, it seems important. It's important for. I think the, the narrative of your film, because they keep on throwing obstacles in your face, would you agree? Kind of. But how did you, how did you actually do it? Did you write their lines? Did you come up with it together? Um. Well, I did not write their lines. I don't write lines. Uh, even my own lines, I don't write. I film them again and again, and they change in the course of... of uh, of redoing it, but uh, I I definitely proposed uh, a script or a, a, yeah an outline, and they did their own lines. Uh, it wasn't uh, I I didn't write the lines. So uh, they improvise. 
Yeah, we, we did everything a few times, and uh, one was better than the other or less, and, uh, and uh, eventually there was, we decided that it's done. And uh, so, um, yeah, I don't, I don't write lines. I, I, in, in any of my films, where, wherever this fiction, uh, and there is fiction in many of my films, uh, it's not pre-written. The only exception is uh, in Z32, where I sing, and someone wrote the songs. <laughs> and then, uh, there, obviously, I, I hardly sing, so I definitely don't improvise in singing. And, and this jumps to mind. How about the, there's a gentleman who you're filming a house that now belongs to Tel Aviv University, and then there's a, a gentleman protests, kind of ruins the shoot. Because the, the interesting thing about the film for me is that there's moments where you don't really know whether it's organized or not because the reality itself is so absurd that we we kind of lose track of what's organized. But you can how who is that guy? Uh, this is Ronnie Pisker. He's one of my best friends. <laughs> He's a theater director. And uh, again, uh, uh, I had uh, this uh, idea, this uh, scene in mind where uh, someone uh, pops out from nowhere to protect the, uh, the property of the, uh, of the university, namely the state, uh, from uh, people who want to uh, cause harm. And uh, so again, uh, the, it was improvised. It was uh, we came there. We we did it a few times. We filmed everything all the time, and eventually there was a take. One funny thing that happened was that the day before the shot, the shoot, I went there to look for angles, and so I I came with my camera. And suddenly, someone approached me, and start and and started uh, uh, questioning me: Why am I filming? For different reasons. Uh, apparently, there was uh, the next to this uh, building there was a neighborhood of people who were uh, settled there uh, in the early 50s, and now were or at the time were about to be kicked out. Uh, and he thought I was um, some governmental agent uh, documenting stuff, and and uh, we we practically had the same uh, the same uh, 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 clash over different grounds. So I, it wasn't good for the film, but uh, it was uh, it was a fantastic moment uh, to know that what I'm doing the way when I lie I lie. <laughs> I probably will lie. Uh, somebody told me that about documentary, that if you lie, you have to lie well. Absolutely, I lie well all the time, or I, I, I think I lie well all the time. And just back to, so just for my understanding, you have a departure point, you have these three storylines, I'm guessing from the very beginning you knew you would be in it, as one of the storylines also. Um, 
tell me a little bit about the, the metaphor that you use, which is the plot, which is heavily disputed. And I mean, it's a brilliant metaphor because it's kind of nobody's fault. How, how did you get that idea? How, did, how does that work? Well, the house story is based on a real uh, event, not a real house and not a real plot, but uh, a neighbor's uh, dispute uh, at, in my where I live uh, about uh, uh, the ownership of uh, uh, the roof, of, of the communal roof. And, uh, and actually, uh, this was written a long time before I started to make the film. I, I, I didn't have anything in mind. I just wrote uh, this uh, uh, long monologue about, uh, of course, I, I, it was not about the roof. It was, not, it was about a plot of land, and, and uh, I could see uh, the political, uh, uh, the, how it could uh, Politically, be metaphor a metaphor, and um, and then uh, when the time arrived and I started to make the film, suddenly this text made sense and uh, was incorporated uh, um, into the film. I uh, it was very important for me uh, to that the the, uh, the the that the the me character. Uh, wants to correct stuff he doesn't like. He understands that something went wrong, mm -hmm. and he uh, he's very happy. Uh, he would be very happy to correct it, but he doesn't want to pay the price. Uh, and for me, this is a, a, a story of a big part of Israel, uh, what we call the center left, uh, who. Uh, understand the, the uh, problematics of um, the uh, Palestinian-Israeli conflict. They would like to correct it, but once it gets down to, uh, to paying a price, wow, <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah. Wow, so you already had that story, and then you realized that it was part of this film. It's so amazing how clever it works out. It, I mean, I was just wondering, how did you, like, dramaturgically, as a dramatist, how did you, how did you figure this all out? But actually, it's almost, in a way, some serendipity came in. You collected pieces and put them together. Yes, uh, uh, well, I, I don't want to minimize my uh, genius. No. Uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, it's, uh, you know, uh, look, I make films about uh, uh, things that are sincerely part of my life. It's not, uh, I, I, and, and I, and I never, uh, pre-think what I'm, uh, what I should do. Uh, at a certain point in in uh, in in uh, in time, I understand that something is bothering me or troubling me uh, enough to try to uh, formulate it. And then there are there are pieces of of uh, some kind of a puzzle that uh, are there. 
of course I invent a lot in the course of filmmaking, but, but uh, I, I uh, in, in a strange way, some t the, the formulation of, of uh, each and every of the films is, is very easy because it's, it's there. It, I only have to uh, make the decision that I'm making a film and uh, the, this is the main subject and then uh, things uh, start to fall into place. One thing that um, uh, came about while making the film was that I realized uh, that, uh, of course, I understood that the film has three channels. And um, at a certain point, I the, looked at them uh, uh, like uh, radio channels. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, sometimes radio channels uh, interfere with one another. Uh, today, with FM, is a little bit... Uh, uh, happens less definitely with internet, it doesn't happen, but uh, in, in, the in the old days, uh, <laughs> in my, uh, I'm 62 as you remember, so um, uh, I thought of how uh, those uh, channels will start uh, uh, interfering and, and creating um, uh, uh, Disruption. disruptions into each other. And one moment that that was a fantastic moment on on the day of independence in 1998, uh, me and uh, Eitan Haris, the the one of the cinematographers who worked with me, went to uh, to film a demonstration of Peace Now movement in uh, in a place near uh, in the south of Jerusalem near Bethlehem where there was supposed to, uh, a big uh, Jewish neighborhood uh, settlement was supposed to be uh, built. It's already there, and uh, there are tens of thousands who live there now. And the way there was, there was no real uh, uh, road, proper road there, and we were driving on dirt roads, and we were listening to uh, the Israeli radio uh, that was obviously playing... Uh, Independence Day songs, and suddenly we took uh, one turn, and some Arab music uh, took over uh, the uh, the uh, the the channel, the the radio, and and I told Ethan, look, someone is transmitting my film on radio, <laughs> <laughs> and this this was uh, something that uh, was born while uh, uh, in the course of making the film. And, I mean, as I said before, I think you did such a wonderful job of capturing this confusion. But I'm, uh, uh, not not, and I'm curious, in the process of making the film, did you ever actually get confused? No. <laughs> I thought so. Uh, come on, I... I uh... <laughs> I know who I am, I know where my heart is, uh, and uh, I, uh, I know when I lie and when I uh, am uh, honest. And it confuses a filmmaker, maybe? As in how to deal with something? Uh, look, uh, the... Confusion is is a uh, is a way to tell a story, and sometimes uh, 
confusion allows you to tell or or uh, or meddling with the with the truth with the facts allows you to tell uh, a deeper uh, a more profound truth now obviously i if you think about it the, the the facts that i meddle with are not historical facts there's no question about anything historical that is said in the film it's it's about myself it's about whether there is a house or not whether it is my birthday or not it's these are this means nothing to uh, the history of the world, I, I, I hope. hope. I agree. <laughs> and uh, so... Um, the narrative of uh, Palestinian history or Palestinian property, did you give the voice to Daoud Kutab, or is it your own opinion one-on-one? -on -one? For instance, on the reason why the mass refugee, uh, uh, Palestinians in mass uh, uh, fled from Jaffa in forty-eight. Because I thought, well, they, um, Yassin was a massacre, but to say that there was, that's just the explanation is rather too simple. All the texts of the old Daoud Kutab are taken from uh, uh, a book of a uh, uh, Palestinian historian, uh, uh, Rashid Khalidi. Uh, the book is called All That Remains. It's a book about the Nakba, about uh, the uh, uh, 400 and something villages, settlements that were uh, lost uh, during the uh, 48 war. And uh, I suggested uh, uh, the places that I'm going to uh, film uh, according to what I found. And the, and uh, I uh, and Daoud uh, uh, picked up uh, whatever he wanted to say or to to recite from the text of of Khalidi. So um, uh, I tr I did my best to overcome this uh, obstacle of an Israeli telling a Palestinian the Palestinian story uh, with the help of Khalidi and and Kutab. Obviously, you can never come out of this completely clean, and I'm I'm com I'm totally aware of that. Is this does this answer your question? Yeah, for me it very clearly felt like I think it's because of the, the the sound recording. It feels like the official Palestinian reading of what happened. That it, it doesn't it doesn't come across as an opinion. Well, I mean. Yeah, the whole process was not about the official uh, Palestinian uh, uh, reading of the situation, but I, I, I needed Daoud to completely agree to the way that he is uh, positioned in the film, yeah. and and whatever he says, I, I could not think that I will make a, th a film uh, about uh, the Nakba and uh, the, my Palestinian uh, partner will feel that I didn't prob properly uh, uh, portray him. So uh, the, it was never uh, like, uh, it was not a contract, uh, you work for me, and uh, uh, there was no, the contract was a, a gentleman's contract, if you wish, uh, to uh, uh, not so gentleman people uh, uh, working together, and uh, obviously, uh, 
I think that uh, this relationship would have not lasted uh, unless uh, Daoud was happy with how it ended. I have a, a question about some of the scenes you captured, uh, uh, which had to do with this jubilee, with this celebration. Um, I mean, there's, there's, so, there's so much irony and absurdity in them. And I was kind of curious, was that hard to find? Or were, was this celebration so absurd in itself that almost whatever you shot was absurd? Well, uh, obviously, uh, any organization that uh, celebrates its own uh, uh, being or its own creation uh, tends to be stupid. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, uh, you will find it in the in the uh, financial world, uh, and and uh, definitely in the in the nationalist uh, world. It's it's uh, it's probably even easier. Uh, organizations uh, tend to uh, to uh, uh, give themselves wonderful compliments and re rewrite their own history mm -hmm. uh, the way they think uh, their history should be heard. So we, it, it, I, I had I didn't do much. It's uh, they they. Uh, uh, well, I, I wanted to say that they uh, dug their own grave, but mm -hmm. they are very alive and kicking. And uh, I mean, <laughs> so what? Can, no, no grave was dug. I'm afraid. So there it's was only a film. There was plenty of absurdity to pick from. Abso absolutely, it's uh, it's completely absurd. Uh, look, this uh, maybe the most absurd uh, moment uh, is this. Um, uh, 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 queer, uh, this uh, contest of uh, uh, teenagers, of uh, high school kids, Arab high school kids, who were forced uh, to do a, a quiz over uh, the uh, the uh, the state of Israel's uh, independence, which is obviously not part of their uh, heritage and uh, and uh, or their history and obviously their history is uh, is um, concealed and and uh, uh, erased and and that you see that even the teachers uh, and, and and everybody co co cooperates with that they have no option this is they they are uh, they are students of the Israeli educational system, and, and uh, they can't uh, resist. Uh, and and uh, the, even the teachers don't understand the questions, and uh, they don't understand the rationale of of uh, all of this quiz. For me, one of the uh, 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 a moment of a little revenge is when the kids go down the the, the slope of this uh, village. They start uh, singing "Biladi, Biladi," which is my my land, my land, uh, uh, which uh, is well almost the uh, Palestinian national anthem. It's not the official one, but. Uh, and, and uh, this, I have one more question, and um, I might come to you. But um, we're here in a focus program called Me. Um, about so your father, about I'm, your father. Sorry? About what you, you told 
told about your father. Was your father a part uh, uh, in the fight of the independence war? And is there a large difference or resemblance in your political opinion? That wasn't my question, actually. Oh, yeah. uh, it's not really a Q&A. So the whole idea is that I have a conversation with him. Yes, but we would, <laughs> I would very much like to hear him tell. Okay, I'll answer this after this. You want to know more about his father. Um, I wanted to talk a bit about how uh, you are in the film, obviously. Um, and I think somewhere, I read somewhere that you call, that you also build a character, a filmmaker, where you call, somewhere you call that poor guy. So it's kind of a tragicomic figure. Um, how true to, how truthful is that character? How close to you? Uh, well, this character was born a film earlier, uh, in How I Learned to Overcome My Fear and Love, Arik Sharon where the film that I wanted to make uh, uh, failed, and I realized that I could not make uh, uh, the, uh, what I uh, planned. Uh, but I uh, uh, also realized that um, uh, during the shooting, uh, there was something happening because I had to play a role there uh, so that Mr. Sharon will not discover that I'm actually a, a radical leftist. Uh, I, I then in in any in all of the uh, encounters that we have, I was playing a role of someone with uh, an un, uh, undefined uh, political world, mm -hmm. and so this became uh, the uh, the uh, the character of uh, the Sharon film, and uh, uh, and I carried on uh, with this. I I was riding on his back. Uh, also to this film and to the film after uh, called August. Um, All wonderful films. Thank you. And well, I, you know, I contributed my beautiful body to art, and uh, and uh, but it's not uh, exactly me. There are lots of me there. Yeah. But uh, it's uh, it's a uh, much milder me politically, uh, and and uh, and it was it was very easy. I mean, uh, uh, obviously, I was there. I was I I have the tendency to in, uh, participate in uh, in while shooting. Uh, so uh, my the the I just needed to. Uh, reshape this uh, Mugrabi character uh, uh, that is, uh, is presented in the film, but uh, I'm, we are quite different. <laughs> I don't think he would really hire me this Mugrabi. <laughs> and do you still use him? Uh, lately, no. No, uh, in the last few films, no. I use a different Mugrabi. And okay, uh, my father and me. We have this is the last question. There was also a gentleman over there. Uh, my father was a very right wing uh, person, uh, he was part of the Etzel, the Irgun, uh, and was uh, jailed by the British 
uh, exiled to Eritrea in uh, the mid 40s. Uh, and we had uh, uh, a life full of, uh, of uh, disputes and uh, disagreements, definitely over political issues. So um, uh, this is the origin of uh, the last uh, scene where I see the resemblance. Uh, he, he, uh, my father was, uh, uh, I'm very much like my father physically, so. We have to stop here, but the gentleman of the... What's, what's the question? Maybe it's a yes and no question. Is it a yes or no? Keep it super short. Yeah, yeah. One question goes on. How do you see the, the future and build a new baby? Very, no. <laughs> Negative. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Well Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Please check out other podcast episodes and video recordings of other talks and events of IDFA at idfa.nl and subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date.